0: Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 478, for Saturday, July 14th, 2018. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. At number 20, down 5 spots from last week, Kingdom Death Monster, by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death, with 10,575. That is a gain of 5 views. 0.05%, 0.05%, uh, but Trump loses five positions. It's because the number 20 spot has 1,000 views more than last week. At number 19 for the second week in a row, Rising Sun by Eric M. Lang, published by Simon and Guillotine Games with 10,989. 400 more than Kingdom Death Monster, a gain of 1,000 from last week, or 11% which enables it to hold on to its position. Sliding one spot to number 18 is Gaia Project, by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with 11,073, that is 84 more than Rising Sun, a gain of 541, or 5.1%. Sliding from number 8 down to number 17 is Dungeon Degenerate's Hand of Doom, by Sean Ahberg and Eric Brady, published by Goblinco, with 11,363, 290 more than Gaia Project, but off over 5,000, or 32%, from last week. Climbing two spots to number 16, The Mind, by Wolfgang Vorsch, published by Pandasaurus Games, with 13,105, about 1,700 more than Dungeon Degenerates, a gain of... 3,000, or 30%. Down two spots to number 15, Azul, by Mikal Kiesling, published by Plan B Games, with 14,259, about 1,100 more than The Mind, a gain of 2,200, or 19%. That's about 4,000 over the course of the past two weeks that Azul has gained. Entering at number 14, Dawn of the Zeds, the third edition, by Herman Lutman, published by Victory Point Games, with 14,820. is about 600 more than Azul. Dropping four spots from number 9 to number 13 is Spirit Island, by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus, with 15,719. About 900 more than Dawn of the Zeds, down a little over 800, or 5%. And sliding out of the top 10, from number 10 to number 12, it is Scythe, by Jamie Stegmeyer, published by Stonemaier Games, with 16,218, about 500 more than Spirit Island, a gain of over 1,400, or almost 10%, and yet not enough to keep it in the top 10. And so it ends another brief three-week run. Entering at number 11, The Island of El Dorado, by Daniel Aronson, with 16,319, 101 more than Scythe, a gain of almost 9,000, or double, more than double, what it had last week. We have five new entries in the top ten. The five games falling out are, from 10 to 12, Scythe, from 9 to 13, Spirit Island, from 8 to 17, Dungeon Degenerates, Hand of Doom, from 7 to 33 lowlands, and from 6 to 65 terraforming Mars colonies. So only last week's top 5 survived into this week. Re-entering after 51 weeks away, almost a full year, and charting for the second time, at number 10 is Founders of Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 17,294 almost 1,000 more than the island of El Dorado, a gain of over 6,000, or 57% from last week, setting a mark for number 10 of 2,500 more than last week. Now, the last two weeks, Founders of Gloomhaven was 25th, and then last week, number 14. Founders of Gloomhaven is a standalone game in the Gloomhaven universe, as tile placement, action selection, and city building set centuries before Gloomhaven. Pre-orders are now arriving to those who pre-ordered them. Debuting at number 9 is Terrors of London by Brad Pye, published by Colossal Games, with 17,756, about 500 more than Founders of Gloomhaven. Terrors of London is a Victorian horror-themed competitive deck-building game for 2-4 to players. Sliding three spots to number eight is Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 20,561, It's almost 3,000 more than Terrors of London, down almost 1,400, or 6.3%. Tumbling from number two to number seven is Starship Samurai, by Isaac Vega, published by Plaid Hat Games, with 20,900, about 300 more than Arkham Horror, down almost 9,000, or 30%. Still, losing only 30% is not a bad hold for a game that debuts at number 2. Or number 1, although nothing debuts at number 1 lately. Sliding two spots to number 6 is Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 21,744, about 900 more than Starship Samurai, down 1,600 or 7% from last week. This is Terraforming Mars' 100th week in the top 10, making it only the fourth different game to have 100 or more weeks. Uh, The third different game to do so was not too long ago, that was Scythe. The other two you have to go back to the early days of the list for X-Wing and Android Netrunner. So of the top five games, only two survived into the top five this week. We have three new entries up there. Uh, The first of those is a debut at number five, Snowdonia, by Tony Boydell, published by Surprised Stare Games, with 23,282, about 1,500 more than Terraforming Mars, about 16,000 more than it had last week. Snowdonia slightly predates... This list it was released at Essen of 2012, and so any attention it might have gained would have been prior to this list. It's a train game set on a mountain in Wales. There's a Kickstarter going for the Deluxe Master set, and there are a lot of lots of uh, group buys that you can see there in the forums. Our fourth new entry. Returning after three weeks away at number four, charting for the third time, is Eclipse, the second edition by Tuco Tacocalio, published by Lotta Pellet, with 25,122, about 1,800 more than Snowdonia, a gain of 16,000 for this one, too, from last week. Now, the last three weeks has gone from 11 to 17 to 23, so it vaults 19 spots back up to number four. Its Kickstarter has begun, and despite a lot of negativity about the campaign, has already had well over a quarter million dollars pledged. Holding on to number three for the second week in a row is The Seventh Continent by Ludovic Rudi and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp with 26,971. It's 1,800 more than Eclipse, a gain of only 253, or 0.9% from last week. And the highest of our five new entries at number two, returning after four weeks away and charting for the second time, is Cthulhu Death May Die by Rob Davio and Eric M. Lang, published by Simon with 53,034 views. Actually, almost double what the Seventh Continent had a gain of 46,000, or 745%. Uh, As you might imagine from that sudden spike in page view totals, the Kickstarter campaign has begun for this game. It is cooperative and episodic and has very large miniatures. It had uh, over a million dollars pledged in just the first two hours. And 53,034 is the most views we have had for a game not called Gloomhaven since the Seventh Continent back on April 28th. Then you have to go back to Rising Sun on March 3rd to see another game with that many views. And yet it was not quite enough to unseat Gloomhaven. At number one for the 11th consecutive week and the 60th time overall, it is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephala Fair Games with 54,228 1,194 more than Cthulhu, a very narrow victory for Gloomhaven this week. It lost 400 views, or only 0.7%. So this is the 60th week for Gloomhaven at number one. It has 86 weeks on the chart, so very few of the weeks it's been on the list it has not been at number one. It's interesting to me that only 11 different games have had 60 or more weeks in the top 10 and Gloomhaven has now had 60 weeks at number 1 it continues to impress for Saturday July 14th 2018